This is Killer for the Realist, Blow Steelist, and you're locked into the Shookcast. He ain't a good son, son. He just a shook one, shook one. Yo, I thought you was bad, bruv. What you moving shook for? I don't care because they're man shook. They're not releasing because they're man shook. You are tuned into the sounds of the very first Shook podcast. Welcome, thanks for joining us. I'm your host Ash, and coming up on the show today, we're going to be playing some of our favourite tunes from across the underground scene, as well as having a chat with extremely talented young producer, Lemmy Dubs. He's not only going to be talking to us about his experience in the music industry, but he's also prepared an exclusive mix for us. You're going to want to stay locked for that one, because it is straight fire. Up first though, we've got a little bootleg special by the legendary Clips. This is his Toast Remix. Blessings fall by my right hand. My thank God for the journey, the earnings, and just for the plus. Gratitude is a must. Blessings fall by my right hand. My thank God for the journey, the earnings, and just for the plus. Gratitude is a must. Before we know it, it'll be summer and we'll be on a beach listening to this tune on some sick sound system. And then they cancelled out me. <laughs> so I've had to rethink those plans. But in all seriousness though, big shout out to everyone during these strange times. Hopefully things continue to improve and you know, at least the sun's out now. Up next, I think we'll bring in everyone's favourite 80s song which has been reincarnated by Turno. Low key banger this one. See if you recognize it from the chords.
So, if you hadn't guessed already, this is Turno's remix of Africa by Toto. I know everyone does fanboy the original of this song a bit too much, but I think, I think in this case it probably is justified. Because I don't know about the reins, but the bass is definitely blessed on this one. Absolute rhythm. 
reminder that Lemmy Dubs will be coming on a show later with an interview, but also with an exclusive mix that he's prepared for us. So honestly, stay long for that one because it's something that you have to listen to. Anyway, to give you a little taste of that, this is a forthcoming tune by Lemmy Dubs. It's called Eldritch.
of the show for a little bit now. This is a new tune by Heritage and Dilo. It's called Babylon Gone. I've got to give a quick shout out to Dilo for this one. Massive tune, mate. If you haven't heard Dilo before, he's a young and upcoming artist. Big things coming from him. Go check out his SoundCloud now. things shook now is the time to start spinning some 140 so let's see if we can transition out of this one maybe a bit risky we'll see so this is a new tune by Burt Cope it's called Desire it's going to be released on Wang Records Currently been playlisted on Rinse FM, and I can see why because it's an absolute summer anthem. Yeah. 
This is Killer P, and you're locked into the Shookcast. Must. Back to my team, say to my boss, 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 my boss
Getty says I'm a boss. I'm Huge anthem from Aiden R and Trader on this one. Says I'm a boss. Already a classic and Let's throw in an unreleased tune for Berg next. This one's called Oi. Shook interview series. I'm joined today by one of my favourite drum and bass producers in the scene, Mr. Lemmy Dubs. Yeah. Lemmy, how you doing, yeah. mate? I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, all good this end, mate. All good this end. Um, lovely, lovely. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for uh, spending uh, your time with us. Um, <laughs> Don't even worry about it, mate. Sound. <laughs> yeah. How, uh, how have you been finding the recent lockdown situation? And I guess we better start with uh, start with that one. Oh yeah, no, it's bits. You know, it's one of them ones. It's had its ups and downs, but like, 
you just you just friggin' like try and just see the positives out of it all and try and get everything you can done with all this free time that you have because you might as you need to u- utilize it don't that's don't that's all yeah 100 100 percent. um so what have you been up to mate during the lockdown what have you been up to well, in the free time i've just been well with the quiz with the casual side of it i've just been playing loads of games and that but on the music side of it i've been getting on with this uh three track ep they're obviously yeah keeping on the push push at the moment and um and i've also been making some dubstep as well for all the dubstep peeps out there so I've been getting been getting busy in that, but we just need to just need to wash the space, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Sounds sick. Sounds very good. Um, so in terms of like lockdown and stuff like that, do you think that it's made you more productive or have you struggled with certain aspects of it? What's that sort of side of things been like for you? Um so I feel I feel like I've been in the middle with that question. Like there'll be some days where I'm like maybe making Two, two tunes two tunes in, in a day something or like that or maybe yeah. like two tunes in the space of three days and then there'll be some some like week like some week or something where I'm like oh god I can't be bothered today <laughs> I'm just gonna play the game so it's like it's that uh, it's it's been a bit up and down but uh, I feel like this these past two weeks it's kind of like level leveled out to making more tunes than chilling more if you know what I mean so yeah 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 up, so yeah. come on bit more productive as uh as as sort of time's gone on oh totally yeah <laughs> yeah sweet okay so let's talk a little bit about how you got into music bit of a general question we'll start off with but yeah how did you get into the actual music producing side of things talk us through right sort of that, so, that journey i'll try and keep it like somewhat brief but like <laughs> so um so I started making music when I was 11 years old, and the way I used to make music was so stupid, man. I used to, I used to um, think I used to think people made music on DJ decks. So when I had my decks, I used to like um, loops, snares, and kicks, and I used to like make tunes out of that while making like sine waves and audacity and making them wobble and stuff. And yeah. obviously, like, I realised that wasn't how you made music. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I started um, uh, on my first DAW, which is Fruity Loops 9, when I was, I think I was 13. Started making Rhythm <laughs> up until I was around 16 in college. And then when I got to, when I got to college, that's when I found um, Jump Up and Drum and Bass, because one of my mates used to DJ Jump Up in the DJ room all the time. And I was like, what's this? It's like fast rhythm. I was like, <laughs> so I was like, yes, tried to get on some of that. And then, yeah, yeah. And then three years later, with, I guess, Drum and Bass is the main thing now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you touched on it a little bit then. You said that you started producing uh, rhythm and sort of dubstep, more of the 140. How come you yeah. sort of moved away from that? Was that like a conscious effort to sort of stop, um, stop making that sort I of think, stuff? I don't know. I think it was more of like an attitude of like, I want to try and give this a try because I feel like, obviously I, I definitely know it's not just this and I know there's a lot more to this, but at the time it really felt like to me, I was like, it just feels like faster dubstep. So maybe if okay. I apply you know, some synthesis knowledge and knowledge I've gained from dubstep and just speed it up a little bit and see what happens. And then it then naturally I just started, you know, learning more and more and 
trying new things out and the, my DMB sound of sh- was shaping more away from dubstep and then I naturally just came away from it and then eventually it was I went from someone who made dub- dubstep mainly made, made DMB on the side yeah to someone who made DMB mainly made dubstep on the side <laughs> so just kind of progressed yeah and happened <laughs> yeah okay cool so in terms of obviously like you said you started with the sort of rhythm and the dubstep were there sort of like certain artists and producers who were inspiring you who were the art the producers that were inspiring you like in those oh, when when it was back then when i was making that the uh, rhythm and stuff i feel like the biggest in- inspiration was people like all well pretty much half like all the monsters gang like subfiltronic akira ad all them lot really really sh- like really really influenced my rhythm sound back in the day because i say i stayed the word there still are massive producers them lot but yeah i feel like if it wasn't for monsters and the savage society and all of them lot <coughs> i don't think i would have uh, shaped my rhythm sound or how it was back in the day so yeah shout out all them lot <laughs> yeah yeah defo man defo yeah so were you sort of involved in like the rave scene much before you um, were producing or not really to be honest i didn't have a gig until i was 16 years old funnily enough and uh, i didn't i didn't get really involved in the rave scene in my local area until around that age as well because not many, well, I say not many, but I don't think anyone in the northeast area likes dubstep. That's what I'm but yeah. But yeah. <laughs> so it was especially, especially rhythm as well, to be honest. So I was like, yeah, it, there wasn't really anyone for me to mingle with. So um, I think, yeah, when I got to 16, I got my first booking in Birmingham and I played a dubstep night down there. And I think that was my first introduction to like, the, like the rave scene and, and and after that night I was like yeah this is this is class I think I want to do this more play my tune up to people and that yeah, <laughs> sick man that's that's wicked so in terms of coming onto your own production now what door do you use what software are you using at the minute so the software I'm using at the moment um, is Fruity Loops 11 and to be honest that's uh, quite old considering there's been FL12 and FL20 come out um, as well in the time that I've been using FL11. But I don't know, man, I just like, it's one of them ones where I know FL11 like the back of my hand now. So I'm like, I'm so quick on it, I'll just go on it and like, when I do make a, make a tune, I'll get on the roll and something, I can just whip it out real quick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, efficiently yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> Have you always been um, using Fruity Loops? Has that always been what you've used? No, like I've dabbled in other DAWs because of college and uni. And because of uni, actually, to be honest, I do um, rewire Reason into my Fruity Loops quite a lot now. So I can use like synths like Subtractor and Maelstrom from Reason. And also use some of the processing in Reason because Reason's like, I don't know, it's got a a really, really nice sound to it. Obviously, it's not analog, but it's very close to sounding analog. So getting that through like some processing in Fruity Loops with like Fruity Loops with vocal decks and stuff like that that's when you can start making some really off it sounds in that <laughs> yeah 100 100 so yeah you use Fruity um, when when so when you're like producing and you're starting like a brand new track what 
Do you have something that you always do first? What comes first when Lemmy's making a tune? So, I always start with drums first because once I've got the drums down and like processed it and laid it all up and all that jazz, I can then work around that drum flow with everything else then. Whereas like I, like I remember I used to start with making the synth first, but then my tunes didn't really have like that create like creative flair about them because like I was I was trying to cater drums to a synth flow rather than catering a synth flow to drums. So um, yeah, drums first, and then when it comes to the argument of like intro or drop first, I always do the drop first because in my head it makes sense that when I do the drop, I've got something to build up to. Where if I make an intro, I don't know I don't know what I'm building up to. If you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And just separately, am I right in thinking that you used to play the drums? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I saw. I still, still can play the drums. Just haven't done it in a long time. So <laughs> you ever sample sample your drums in your own music? Um, I've, I've, I used, I used to have like a MIDI drum kit, and I, I did it for some dubstep tunes back in the past. But like, I think they're quite long gone. They were quite old. Them tunes. But, yeah. but I, I, what, what I did for uni one time is um, I've recorded one shots of um, a drum kit, all the cymbals and stuff like that, um, and then recorded someone <laughs> playing like bass guitar and stuff like that. And I've made like my own drum loops out of the one shots that I got at uni and made like some like really, really vibesy like guitar tracks and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, I've, yeah I, need, I, I do need to get a, a MIDI drum kit again, <laughs> like, cause that, that was the proper thing that yeah. <laughs> having that they, they, look, they look pretty cool to be fair I think midi drums look pretty cool oh they're cool man they're, they're loud though <laughs> yeah them ones so what advice would you give to sort of like new producers and people who are sort of just coming through obviously you've been in the in the scene for one or two years now what would you what advice would you give to people just coming through now I would say this is I think this is proper from personal experience as well don't don't be afraid to be different like really really don't like if you want to make something that sounds completely off it or you want to make something that maybe isn't dj friendly or something like that you just 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 do it because <laughs> like there's always a niche for something and who knows mate you might discover that that you have that talent for that niche so yeah don't be afraid to be different uh, well, that is what i would say Wicked <laughs> Have you got any advice on um, like people who just started producing? What tips would you give for them? Right, I think my advice for people that are just starting for producing: try not to take this in the wrong way at all. But reference tracks will really, really help you in the very beginnings of producing. So, for example, like if you don't know a structure, or if you don't know how to get a sound, or that kind of snare that you want. There's nothing wrong with putting a reference track in that you want to aspire to in your fruit, well, fruit, any project. And then not copying it, but, you know, referencing it so you can learn learn from it and then, you know, save them bits of processing that you did. Um, but obviously, you know, with that, with that also build up to a point where you're like, right, it's time for me to start doing my own stuff. But yeah, reference tracks will really help you in the very beginnings. I think. <laughs> wicked, 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 wicked. Obviously, 
You have not really, like, you're quite an independent producer in terms of there's not a lot of collabs out there. I don't know if I've ever heard one from you. Um, no. <laughs> who would you like to work with? Is there, like, is that a conscious thing that you do? And oh, who like, like to work with as well? Sorry. There is people I definitely like to work with. Like, I feel like one of the big ones is, uh, I don't know how realistic this is, but I'd absolutely love to work with Current Value Me. So I feel like current value is just like sick. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's just mad, mate. He's like, it's that. I love that kind of style he makes, where it's just like relentless neuro jump up. Like his boss say. <laughs> I just, I just, yeah. He's an amazing producer, and I feel like when it comes to um, with dubstep as well, if I wanted to, if I really wanted to do a collab, I'd really want to do a collab with people like Mastodon. Or like people like Dalla and stuff like that, like really, really heavy, like machine gun dubstep. Like, <laughs> I'd love to do a goal up like that. Yeah, one. yeah. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> What's coming up then? What what uh, projects have you got coming up? Um, new tracks or anything like that you can talk about? Well, like I say, I've, I've been working on that three track um, EP for a certain label. Um, I don't know if we can disclose that yet because it's still. Like it's it's pretty much finished, but like you know, you still need to get everything done. Correct. Um, yeah, yeah. I mentioned mentioned earlier that um, I've got a dubstep tune coming out on a VA and a certain label, um, which I'm buzzing about because like it's a it, it, I'm buzzing about the label and stuff, and it's good to finally get some dubstep out as well. Um, I'm working on another three track EP um, to demonstrate you like you know my new sort of approach with music and stuff and sound where it's like all the darker weirder stuff all that jazz but yeah it's all it's all a very much like watch the space sort of situation at the moment but like yeah stuff stuff is proper coming though like the, the tunes are starting to pile up now so yeah very much uh, under wraps sort of thing <laughs> yeah 100 percent. yeah yeah that sounds good man um okay so last few questions now what is What's the best set that you've that you've played? Obviously, I know you play in Belgium quite a lot, um, and yeah. the UK and and stuff. What's what's been your favourite set to play? Ooh, my favourite favourite my favourite set. That's a well asked question. Like you know, probably my favourite set actually was probably when I played at um, <coughs> Balta Festival 2018 because it was like. My first, I think, it was, yeah, my first ever festival that I'd been to in general, and it was my first ever festival that I ever played at as well. So like, going there, and then I was just like, "What the hell? Like, this festival situation's crazy. Yeah, What's going a bit on?" Mad one, I can imagine. Yeah, it was proper mad, and then like, it was just going on that big Buckingham Palace stage and just shelling down some some jump up. I was just like, I was like, this is crazy. This, what the hell? <laughs> so yeah, this that that was it was. I tell you what, I really liked about that as well is that when I did my set, obviously all the for a lot up here, they they love like Balta Festival and stuff, and they always come down for it religiously when it's on. So seeing all them lot like dancing as well in a nice sunny sunny field, it was just yeah, it was meant that. <laughs> yeah. Man, wicked, wicked. That sounds good. Okay, so what about obviously uh, you played on some massive lineups and whatnot. Um, who's the best set that you've seen? The best set that I've seen. Oh, again, that's a, that's another hard question. That. 
Oh, do you know what? Like, do you know what? I think it was when I seen um, when I seen Shivers play at Invaders 20, 2018 to nineteen. Yeah, like see, <laughs> just seeing all them like proper like fat double drops uh, of rhythm being played by Shivers and stuff. Like just on a proper nice venue uh, venue like Hetrendra Pot. It was just yeah, I well enjoyed that on New Year's Eve as well. I was like, this is this is this is the way New Year's Eve should be spent. Like, <laughs> this is yeah. <laughs> wicked, wicked, wicked. Um, yeah, man, that's pretty much it for the interview. So yeah, big ups. Thank you very much for answering my question. Yeah. And um, no worries, mate. Thank you very much for having me on here. I appreciate it. Yeah, we've got a little quiz for you. Oh. You're going to be the first oh, one to yeah. on it. Yeah, but uh, we're going to be doing this with all of our with all of our guests. Yeah, so it's just nah, some of that, some of that. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Six questions. Question, <laughs> question number one. Then, for a night out, Leeds or Borough? Leeds or Borough? Mmm, oh, that's well hard because oh, the Borough lot always smash it when there's a night out, but Leeds is a mint night out as well. I would say, I would say, do you know, I'll, I'll say Borough because, like, I absolutely love playing in front of them lot because they're all mint. <laughs> yeah, you almost have to say that as well. Yeah, in it, yeah. To be honest, I can't, I can't, I can't let the like, I can't let them down there. I can't. Yeah, yeah. Them ones. Um, cool. Question number two: What is the best packet of crisps? Ooh, um, probably uh, prop one cocktail walkers. <laughs> That, I've got to say, that is one of the worst shouts I've ever heard. <laughs> like a meat bit, it's got that nice flavour to him. <laughs> okay, nice. Um, yeah, question number three. Uh, what do you prefer, the north or the south of England? Is that even a question, mate? Is that... Is that... <laughs> I mean, I love them both, mate, but, like, you know, one of them ones again. <laughs> yeah, I hear you, oh, I, I hear you, I hear you. Um, <laughs> number four then, uh, what BPM do you play your sets at and why? Um, well, I used to play it at plus six, which is like 190 BPM. <laughs> but now I've, I've, I've dialed it down. Like to my, I, make, I play it at like 184, which is still quite fast, but I just kind of like how fast it is when you play that at them speeds. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Um, question five, pineapple on pizza, yes or no? Um, can I get really close to the mic for this answer? <laughs> Go on. No. <laughs> glad, I'm glad you said that. I don't really know anyone who does like it, to be fair. I don't know it's anyone who like- has that on a regular... It's just weird, mate. It's like sweetness on a like cheesy base. It's like doesn't doesn't sit right with me that. Yeah, doesn't add up. Doesn't add up. Um, yeah, man. Last question then. Um, yeah, a bit of a mad one for you. To be fair, good question for you. Uh, one forty BPM or one seventy? Oh, you know that is a proper hard question. But I feel like because of roots, I'll have to say one forty. But, 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 170 does always hold a special place in my heart. Yeah. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Oh, right. man. Um, but yeah, man, big love and big respects for coming on, Lemmy. Um, nah, nah, thank you for having me on as well, mate. It was good to speak to you in general anyways, yeah. So that was Seth catching up with Lemmy Dubs earlier this week. 
some really interesting discussion points and truly inspiring words from Lemmy Dubs there. So, Lemmy, big up for coming on the show. Now, the moment you've all been waiting for. And here's the man himself to introduce it. Hello guys, Lemmy Dubs here, and this is my showcase mix for Shook.
Wow, what an amazing producer and DJ. Once again, massive shout out to Lemmy Dubs. Now, we are at the end of the show. Big up everyone locked in and all the Shook crew up and down the country. If you enjoyed the show, share the love, send it to your mates, send it to your nan, whoever. If you didn't enjoy it, well, there's always next time. Last song today, this is just pure summer vibes. Sun is shining, the weather is sweet. Make you wanna move your dancing feet. Sun is shining. To clarify, it's not actually cool, pure summer vibes. This is Aries' remix of Bob Marley, The Sun is Shining. No.